Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am! An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do! With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And oh yeah, the name Tight Head. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a tight head prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. The tight head prop is a position that involves being in the front row of the scrum, supporting the hooker. The explanation is too long for this story, but we encourage you to research and understand the origin of the name and become a fan of not only the beer, but the sport it represents. Enjoy Tight Head Brewing Company. All right, we are here with another special edition of the B-Side Boys podcast presented by Rotor Epoxy, and this interview is brought to you by Tight Head Brewing Company. Today, we have with us Coach Megan Flanagan of the University of Northern Iowa Women's Team. Megan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know, doing pretty good. Pretty excited because we have an awesome weekend of rugby ahead of us, so yeah, yes. thank you for joining us because I know you're already down in D.C. I caught mm-hmm. you in between sessions, and uh, yeah, I just kind of want to hear how things are going. Yeah, so far so great. We uh, drove through the day yesterday. We left, let's see, Cedar Falls midnight, Tuesday night, early yesterday morning. Um, got here with plenty of time to recover, give the players some horizontal time, uh, mentally de- debrief, and we've been going at it. Uh, right away this morning. So the, the players are currently finishing one of their activation sessions. Um, nice. So we're kind of slowly turning our wheels and into game mode. So it's it's exciting. They're excited. Nice. So is that like you had that planned out where, you know, you know the drive is going to be tough mm-hmm. physically, mentally, take a couple of days. And so getting their bodies and minds prepared, I mean, is that like a slow ramp up of almost like an active recovery and then into some film or what does that look like? And then do you do you hype it up to like a red line, get that heart rate up and then kind of ease back down or like what's your what's your yeah. philosophy 
in a big road trip and especially for you know this tournament is insane because you have the top talent in the country it is the premiership division that you're in and also it's a knockout style tournament where you know if you want to be champion you just got to win in advance win in advance so what yep. is that how does that affect your prep for these kids yeah i mean there's i always say there's a method to my madness and i we leave at certain times for a certain reason um i think a lot of it just comes from my own playing career and being in these like high stressful situations because nationals and, and tournaments like this national championships it's a completely different ball game than just your normal tournament that you go to so yeah i do i i do a lot of prepping and planning before we even travel um and just to make sure we give the players enough time to like you said it's 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 definitely like an activation cool down after traveling like you have to take it in that sense um because they're athletes so and we consider ourselves high level athletes upper level and mm -hmm. so that's how i like to treat them and yep get enough time for horizontal time get the blood flow moving um do less stress in the beginning of the weeks leading up to the games and making sure that we're not reaching our arisal peak um before we even play so mm -hmm. uh yeah lots of thoughts going to that and uh slowly turning it mentally because it's i mean other than physicality it's, it's a huge mental weekend oh, um it, it's just long days so yeah. kind of mentally prepare them too and how would you say you know your experiences you know you play <laughs> with the twin city amazons you've played for midwest thunderbirds you've played high level tours um, a lot of different high-performance coaches you've played for. Do you kind of mm -hmm. pick and choose what your favorites were, or do you adapt based on the players you have? You know, you, you have all these experiences, so how do you narrow down what works for your girls? Yeah, I it's kind of a, a mixture of everything, really. Um, I definitely uh, stick to a lot of the stuff that I personally enjoyed as a player that really helped me. Um, and I, I really, I take a, I take a little bit of everything from everyone that, that I've had the, the pleasure of, um, being coached under and played with. So a lot of mixture, what works, what doesn't, and a huge aspect of it too is, is the change between groups of teams. So like, for instance, this team that I have now, they do way more, um, better when they're relaxed and having fun. So our mm -hmm. practices haven't been crazy intense. Uh, we've you know gone to an arcade after an hour of practice just to like get them loose and stuff. But I've had teams like last year that needed those two hours of int of more intense practices and situations. So it, it varies um, season to season, and uh, yeah, I like to just broaden my horizons of of all the amazing coaches and players I've been able to have in my career, and just take a little bit from each of them, and and put my own little twist on things as well. Definitely. I think that's what's awesome about seeing, you know, former or I guess current players uh, coaching <laughs> because they, you know, you take all of these things and you continue to grow it. You take what works and then your players get to see that. And if they move on to coaching or whatever it is they do, you know, it's just mm -hmm. we keep growing and improving these practices. And I, I think that's really funny, too. You mentioned, you know, last year's team needed more of the the you know, intense workouts to get them prepped for this team, you know, they function better with a little bit more laid back, free the mind a little bit. Uh, I, I find that so interesting too, because 
yeah, coaching boys, some of them, they need to be like challenged almost. Like Mm -hmm. you need to almost tell them like, you can't do this. You're not good enough for this. And they're like, I'm going to step up and show you. And then there's other teams where it's like, you can't do that. So, I mean, it sounds like too, you have a really good, you know, relationship with your players. You understand who they are, what they need, what motivates them. What would you say Mm -hmm. has been uh, the biggest motivating factor for the girls? Has that come from you? Has that come internally? Um, what are they looking forward to most about participating in the NCR CRC sevens? Yeah, actually, what's really cool about this this year and kind of unique, we really, as a team, um, there's a core of us that got really into the NCAA women's basketball tournament this mm. year, um, just with Iowa falling Iowa. And um, I mean, I'm huge into exposing my players to not just women's rugby, but just other women coaches and players mm-hmm. and other sports. Um, Cause you, there's just so much you can learn from them. But so we've, we've really taken kind of a play from Lisa Bluter's book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, and also coach Carol Lawson from the Duke women's team, basketball team. She, Carol Lawson had this uh, speech to her team during this, this season about, uh, a lot of people focus on proving people wrong mm-hmm. and that as a motivator, but instead uh, flipping it to focus on proving people right. Like focus on those people that constantly show up and support you. Ah. Um, focus on the teammates that are around you that are constantly there for you. Like why are we focusing too many on too much on those people that ignore us and don't care about us? Cause they're just going to continue to do that. So why not? focus on the ones that are around and are showing up constantly. So we kind of use that model of proving people right as our model going into this weekend and playing for each other and not, not trying to prove anyone else wrong, not trying to prove a tournament wrong, not trying to prove our university wrong, anything like that. It's just proving, proving our fans, right. Proving each other, right. Proving the coaching staff, right. So we've taken that. And then also um, the whole (laughs) university of Iowa women's basketball team, like we give a huge credit to them of, why not us? And mm-hmm. all that matters is that the group of people that do believe in us, which is each other, just focus on that and, and see where we can go and see what we can do. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been our big motivators is this NCAA women's basketball tournament this year. Wow. <laughs> We're taking it into our, our little kind of neck of the woods. It's, it's really cool. So yeah, yeah I, credit to those people. I, I love that. I mean, that's, I, I feel like sports psychology sometimes, um, people might not give it enough credit and a lot of Mm -hmm. coaches, especially old school coaches, it's like, no, you need to work hard and, you know, work until you puke. And it's like, no, this right here, like this intentional mentality, like you kind of just blew my mind there of like the haters (laughs) are going to hate you. No, like the more success you have, they're going to even hate you even more. You know what I mean? Like there's some people that it doesn't matter what you do they are always mm-hmm. going to root against you so why give them any energy or attention oh my gosh like yep i know I, it's a it's a mind changer isn't it yeah and then yeah do yeah. it for the people who love you do it for the people who care do it for the people behind you like wow that is yeah that's yeah, amazing I'm right yeah i'm, I'm stealing I know, yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> go for it yeah, yeah. especially Lawson, man duke basketball oh and i think too like i think of like the middle school i work in and we're struggling really hard to find like an identity or that mm-hmm. school spirit and a lot of kids have this mindset of like everyone's against us and everyone thinks mm-hmm. this about us and it's like what about the people who are here every day like your teachers who show up for you so 
yeah. little off topic there, but I'm stealing this and taking <laughs> yeah, it back to absolutely. school. <laughs> yeah, you go for it. <laughs> oh, wow. That is awesome. And so speaking of the team, you know, you got this great philosophy. You've got the plan in place to get them ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us about, you know, the squad. Who's returning? Yeah. Who's played in this tournament before? Who's having their first experience? Who are some people you're looking to, uh, you know, break out and have a really uh, fantastic tournament and kind of surprise some people? So, I mean, really yeah. just go through the whole roster, give us their life story. You know, you have as much time yeah. as you need. So, absolutely. Go. Yeah, I got <laughs> you. Yeah, we've a um, little different scenario this year. We've, we've had a, a couple setbacks with having our t- two team captains, Tatiana Reed and Aubrey Burrish, both tore their ACLs this ah. year. So, uh, that's been a killer just having that that experience on the field and mm-hmm. that voice on the field. Um, I mean, Tot tore hers last summer, so she's been out all season. Right. But Aubrey just tore hers a couple weeks ago. Oh, so no. that was just a bummer. We weren't looking or weren't expecting that. But um, so you take those two away. But what's really cool about our squad is, is just how young we are. So we have we brought, well, there's 16 of us, including Aubrey and Tot. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of the 16, there's nine nine or ten that they're all freshmen oh, or this wow. is their first crc experience so That's it's amazing. it's it's there's no expectations there's no pressure um so we're gonna see it happens but yeah we have i mean very grateful to have both Susie church she's a freshman from cedar falls and then uh hannah roth is a freshman from norwalk and both of them have uh, U18 USA experience coming mm-hmm. in, um, which was great in the fall, and it's also great uh, this spring in sevens because they grew up in, in sevens in high school. So right. we're kind of getting that um, experience coming into us now. So I'm looking forward to seeing them continue to, to shine and, and just use their natural capabilities and, and young young minds of, of there's no pressure, there's nothing to really – lose so they're going to go out there and and start um also we have jesse edmund returning she's an ncr all-american mm-hmm. uh so looking forward to having her out there she brings a lot of uh, confidence to the young ones and she's just a workhorse honestly she does all the dirty work uh you'd ask her and she says she's not a sevens player but there's still a lot of work to be put into sevens that she does and she's a huge impact in that contact piece for us. So I'm really excited for her to kind of have a breakout seven season this weekend. Nice. And I is, saw is too, my she's, she's a smart player too, because I saw yes. she's helping uh, coach a little bit for the Denver yeah. boys sevens team as well. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's awesome to have, like she said, she's not a sevens player, but she's coaching it. And that Denver boys mm-hmm. squad is really good as well. So yeah. that's awesome. Yep. And I, I, I truly believe and think that her experience from coaching this spring mm-hmm. is is upping her game and playing as a player. It's just a huge difference of oh, yeah. you're able to slow your mind down because you're constantly teaching other people, yep. and then you bring that own that own teaching into your own play, and it's it's a huge it's a game changer. So I'm really pumped for her. Um, we also have our our returners of Annie Henderson. She'll be our on field captain this weekend and a little scrum half. Just a little spitfire, super fast, hard worker. She's a junior, so she this will be her third tournament at the CRCs. So that's nice to have that experience coming in from her. And um, she's starting to gain that voice uh, that we've lost from Tot and Aubrey on the field. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool to see her 
stepping into those shoes and stepping into that role in her junior season. Um, and of course, we have Sierra Sanderson mm-hmm. Edwards. Uh, this will be her second CRCs, and she's a senior veteran returner. And she's made a name for herself in the, in both 15s and 7s world, but especially last year in the 7th circuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, she made a name for herself. She's NCR All-American as well. Um, so she's our, I mean, she's our defensive threat by far that, just has saved so many games for us. And then on flip side on the offensive things, she's also another set of fast wheels. So we're excited to have her out there on the field kind of leading that way with the freshmen too. And I'm, I'm also predicting, I think we're going to have a really big standout with Morgan link, another mm-hmm. freshman from Cedar falls. Um, just within these last couple of months, I've seen her really turn her passion into rugby into, um, falling in love with the process of wanting to be better and wanting to get to the highest level that she can. I mean, she's out there kicking for three hours every day and doing skills on her own on the fields. And um, she's probably the fittest one on our team. She's putting in that work and and Mm. putting in that process. So I'm excited for her to to see her processing pay off of everything she's done off the field these last couple of months. Definitely. And Um, as a girl in the Iowa High School Rugby Association League, I mean, she was one of the fastest players in the state. I think she was Mm -hmm. up there. Um, If she didn't lead the state in tries, she was pretty close. I mean, she was all over the place. So that's awesome to hear that, you know, really kind of finding not only just a passion, but just a passion with the process. That's that's something you don't find because there are a lot of people – that I feel like I've known or we've seen in rugby that it's like, oh, I love rugby and I'm good at rugby, but they don't love the work. And like mm-hmm. that's where your ceiling just drops, you know what I mean? And you, yep. you can't get oh, better. Yeah. So that is amazing yeah. because she is a great player, very fast. And to mm-hmm. hear that she's putting that work in, I mean, yeah, we're going to see some some results. Like it doesn't yeah. not happen. So Awesome. Yep. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, pump for her. And she's really taking that IQ level too, you know. Mm-hmm. Someone that brings their notebooks everywhere, their notebook to all the trainings and meetings. Oh, wow. Um, which we um, that's kind of another thing that we do differently on this team is we bring that aspect into, you know, having your own feedback, reflecting on everything we've done, reflect after team meetings, reflect af- after team trainings. Uh it's just like that another step into the upper level mindset mm-hmm. as a player so yeah she's really dug into that so i'm excited to see her i know a lot of the these freshmen we have um a couple more freshmen of hannah Ryan's from cedar falls anya from decora and emma hastings and and lisbeth from norwalk so they're all nervous obviously it's a whole different ball game environment mm-hmm. stepping into a stadium but uh it's gonna be really awesome setting a foundation for our program going back into these next few years with this group. So I'm excited for them to just kind of lay it all out there and, Mm -hmm. and soak it in and soak in this experience at such a young age and to be led by um, the leaders that we do still have here. Even if it's a small group, we have some of those veteran leaders that are coming back and sophomore Emma Bacon, this is her first seven seasons. She had surgery last year. So she's excited to get going too. Um, And her and Susie, I call them the kind of bash bros out there. So (laughs) I'm pumped. And then we have Haley Butterweg, who's just also a workhorse like Jesse. So we have a little bit of everything, nice. variety out there of physicality and, and quickness and um, workhorses and IQs. So it's, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But regardless, I, you know, like we said, we're just focusing on ourselves and proving each other right and proving our fans right of why they support us. 
Definitely. No, I, there's a few things that you said in there that I just really appreciate as, you know, a coach, the intentionality you have around the mindfulness and just Mm -hmm. the reflectiveness. I feel like that's something that uh, is missing in a lot of team sports, not just rugby, but I know in like men's rugby, I feel like rarely you hear teams being so intentional about reflection. And I mean, that's where growth can take place. You know, you're not just watching film, like you need to also reflect on in the moment what was happening and connect the dots. So I think that's a huge advantage. And as we've talked to multiple teams, I haven't heard other teams focusing on that the way that you do. And then also Mm -hmm. just the number of girls you have from the Iowa High School League and just from in the state, it's really cool to see because it's like you're a true representation of like this state and what it represents. And then also Mm -hmm. like you know, you're you're doing a great job coaching and there's just all these other people that have helped push these girls to this stage and this platform. I think, you know, there's a ton of people that are that are rooting for you that you guys are playing for just because it's like, you know, there's so many people that are a part of this. They feel like even though it's those seven girls on the field or those 15 girls in D.C. and you coaching, um, everyone kind of feels a little bit a part of it because, you know, we've seen these kids grow up the last five years in the yeah. rugby community and it's 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 really cool and it's really makes it easy for everybody to root for you so no yeah, I, I love your approach and I just love also too just they're very like all, almost all the names you mentioned very familiar because we we're just mm-hmm. covering them in high school yeah I mean, that's what's funny too I mean it wasn't that long ago just a few months back, you know, they were in high school. So, I mean, I and now yeah, they're playing exactly. in Washington, D.C. for a chance at a national title. And I think that's a great mindset, too, of just, hey, we, we know who we are. We know what we have. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go out there and play our ball and see what happens. And it, yeah. sevens is one of those things where there's a lot of luck involved. You know, every single yep. team here is going to be tough. They earned it for mm-hmm. a reason. It's called the premiership for a reason. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have as good a chance as anybody else if you show up and play your style. So, no, I love yeah. it. And kind of to go off of that, looking at the bracket, like you said, you start off against Indiana. And that match, people can watch that match for free on the Rugby Network or on YouTube at 10.50 Eastern Time, which would be 9.50 Central Time. And again, yep. I love the Rugby Network because unlike, I don't know, Flow Rugby, there's no paywall. What a great way to say like, hey, we want to grow the sport. Cool. No paywall. Oh, you actually yep. mean it. People who right. are like, we want to grow rugby. Watch rugby. Subscribe for $149 for a year. Yeah. No. And maybe the live stream will work. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Lord. So I love what uh, the NCR is doing here. Mm-hmm. And so 950 yeah. first game against Indiana. What do you know about them? Um, they have a couple very fast, uh, players on their team, really quick players. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got some threat on the outside. They're also, you know, a Midwest team. So they got that physicality in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, they're, they're, de- it's definitely gonna be a really good game. I would compare them to us, honestly, of just mm-hmm. that, the different, um, variations and, uh, on the spectrum of what we have in the talent and tools so it should be just an all-out classic midwest battle of mm-hmm. of two midwest teams so i'm excited i think it's a, a the perfect first game for us to have to, yeah. to get our feet wet and to have a nice solid game 
both physical and and getting your wheels turning for the the quickness too so it'll be it'll be a, a fun little challenge for us for sure definitely and you make it through that game it's the winner of brown versus cootstown mm-hmm. and brown yep. is that overall number one seed I yep. was a little surprised that they were the one seed just because it's been so hard to kind of see what they've done. You know, it's so hard mm-hmm. to compare, especially sevens. You never know if it's yep. a full roster. You don't know really the competition. Games are so quick. Sometimes luck is just on your side. Sometimes it's not. Um, yep. And then let's say you get by them and then in your bracket as well, there's a chance there could be a rematch against Iowa State. Is that something mm-hmm. you and the girls have thought about or is that something that's like, that is so far away. So many things have to happen out of our control that you haven't really thought about it. Or what? Yeah. what is that like? I mean, as a coach, I've definitely thought about it. Um, mm-hmm. I actually just had a meeting with one of my players that I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm someone who thinks of I have to have a plan C, D, E, F. And yep. I think of every scenario in my head. Uh, so when we get to those scenarios, if we cross those bridges, we have a plan in place. Um, as far as the players go, I, I, I know it's probably definitely in the back of their minds. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're definitely just focusing on that one game at a time. Yep. Not to get too ahead of ourselves. And if we do end up playing them, it's it's just another game of rugby versus another team. And, um, I mean, we have to win the mental game of being like, hey, it's Iowa State. I get that. We've played them so many times. But right. <laughs> here in this atmosphere, it's, it's just – it's just another team that you're playing rugby against. So, um, yeah, it's definitely in my mind. Brown, hats off to Roz and, and Kit for just getting that team to where it is in their first year coaching together right. over there. And, um, you know, it's that Ivy League, the Ivy League way up <laughs> over there. So I would love to be able to play them in the next round and, and just kind of show them what, what we are all about in the Midwest of very little resources to – to what they bring to the table, but no, that I'm nothing but respect for, for Roz and Kit. So, oh, yeah. um, they're definitely gonna be a good, good team, good team to, to go through this bracket. Yeah. And looking at the bracket too, you know, Iowa state matches up with Michigan first round mm-hmm. and then it was, they, Michigan announced that that Ember is not going to be mm-hmm. playing for Michigan, uh, because of a broken hand that she suffered. And so that was something that is going to be a little bit of a bummer because she potentially could be one of, if not the best player in the whole tournament. So oh, yeah. a bummer, but that also, I mean, not that that's going to make it an easy win for Iowa State by any means. I mean, Michigan is a well-rounded team, um, yep. but definitely that hurts Michigan in that Iowa oh, State-Michigan yeah. matchup. But again, Iowa State too, they're, they are doing fantastic things. On the bottom side of the bracket, you have the University of Iowa against Southern Nazarene, which mm-hmm. Iowa State and you and I played in 15s in the playoffs. So, I mean, there's it's interesting as we see these teams over and over um, yeah. in 15s, in 7s, building these programs, using the same players. It's really cool to see. One thing I was surprised about, I mm-hmm. thought Virginia Tech... For me, I thought they were ranked a little too low. I could see them making it all the way to the championship. Do you feel I, the same way? I actually had that same conversation. I agree. I think, um, I mean, they have a lot of returners from last year, and, mm-hmm. and I think they're back from for a vengeance. So I hopefully the the lower seedings for them motivates, motivates that team. But I, yeah. I definitely agree. I, I expected them to be a little higher, and I also expect them to, to go really far in this mm-hmm. tournament. Yeah, like I know Penn State is Penn State, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Virginia Tech, if they meet up with Penn State in round two, 
uh, I think Virginia Tech could pull it off and beat them and, and make their too. run to the national yeah. title. I agree. I have the same mindset. Nice. With them. See, we're on yeah. the same page. <laughs> <laughs> and so my next question here is the sponsored question by Tighthead Brewing Company. And the question okay. is, who is the University of Northern Iowa defeating in the national championship? Hot take. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> personally, love to to be Army. Yeah. I, lo- I would just love to have that matchup of mm-hmm. um, David versus Goliath on paper, yep. just with the names. But in college, you know, I played Army and, and Navy and Air Force and all that. And it was always just so fun mm-hmm. to be able to say you, you beat those highly respected military team. So yep. I think it'd be a fun matchup and, you know, never say never. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. And that's the thing. That's the best part about sevens is that anybody can beat anybody on any given day, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you're, you're in the arena. And so yeah. you're going to yeah. play, if you guys play a solid game, limit turnovers and, and you do have to have a little bit of luck. You know, the ball bounces nope. funny, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And so, just everything has to go right, and yeah, it definitely can happen. And according to my bracket that I submitted, it will happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. no pressure. <laughs> Absolutely. No. no, and I mean it's going to be raining here too. These oh yeah. Next few days, so that's going to play a huge uh, factor in gameplay as well. So we'll see what happens with that. No, definitely. Definitely. Now, super excited, though. So, again, everybody should go to the Rugby Network or their YouTube page. You can watch the University of Northern Iowa Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Also, Iowa State and Iowa. And then there's girls from Iowa on the Aquinas team. There's men's mm-hmm. teams. I mean, we're having a watch party at Pally's Bar and Grill and Clyde. Good. Yeah. We're, Good. So, we were supposed to have a match, and the match isn't going to happen anymore. So, we still have a keg. And... Yeah, the first keg is being bought by the Wombats, and we're going to put on uh, the CRC 7s, and we're going to stay there pretty much all day and watch college rugby. So, yeah, if you're in the Des Moines area and you want to watch rugby with a bunch of people, come to Pally's and Clive at 1 o'clock. First keg is free. So, yeah. Awesome. I I would invite you if you weren't in D.C., but (laughs) you're a little busy. You just just pour one for me. Oh I'll yeah, and I'm there in spirit. Oh yeah, and you know, <laughs> last thing too before you know, I let you get back to your team and kind of get things ready to go for tomorrow. You know, sounded like you retired from playing, and now you're back with the Twin City yeah. Amazons. <laughs> I am. Yes. You can't yes. walk away. I know. I know. I last year was my first time coming out of retirement in six years, mm-hmm. and. um I just, it was great for me. And then, you know, my friends talked me into it and KJ decided she's playing too. And I was like, okay, fine. I can do a couple games. <laughs> That's all right. And it's super awesome. I have uh, like four former players mm-hmm. from you and I. So that's really neat to just, I mean, what coach can say that they're playing in the women's premier league with, with their old players. So that's, that's huge. Yeah. That is one of the best parts. I was going to say, you know, like, when your friends are like, hey, you got one more in you? It's like, yeah, you know, like, that's why we do it. You know, we do it at this level yeah. because 
of our, the community, our friends. It's it's a great place to be. And then also just to play with your former players and to go from like I was your coach to now we are teammates. That is such mm-hmm. a cool feeling. And also because it's like they believe in what you were coaching and then they come to the team you were at. I mean, that there's oh, nothing, nothing like it. We just had a guy from he played at Dowling High School. And then he went mm-hmm. to Wayne State. Well, me and Kurt Flood and Jeremy Newman, we were his coach, Yurima Robertson. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. showed up to Wombat's practice like two months ago. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, he's like, hey, I'm back. Uh, I I want to play with you. And it was just like, oh, oh man. Like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And he's a monster and he's really good. So it's like a win-win. Like, it's awesome. And also, he's really awesome and it's going to help us. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Good no, for you guys. Definitely. Yeah, and, no, that's the best. Yeah, and you you ladies had your first match in Chicago before that Hounds game. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good to see you last weekend. I know. It was so good to see you. I loved it. There's a bunch of Iowa representation in Chicago, so yeah. I was pumped. Yeah, and didn't you say, too, Maggie Burns, she got her first WPL try this weekend, too? She did, and her debut. It was so awesome. I was so pumped for her. No, so she deserved it, and to be able to witness that on field right next year was a, a memory I'll never forget. That's cool. That is really yeah. cool. And I saw on Instagram they like had the video of it too. So I mean, that's what a yeah. special moment between you know player and former coach, now teammates. So mm-hmm. no, super happy for it. And we'll be keeping yeah. an eye on the WPL, especially as you know Love the that. season's getting underway and. And yeah. last thing too, I don't know if I've actually like told you, but like congratulations uh, on being inducted to the Iowa Rugby Union Hall of Fame. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, so, kind of a crazy one, but um, I'm I'm honored and humbled, and it's cool. So thank you. Oh yeah, and we'll we'll have you back on again to just talk about that and <laughs> you know talk you up the whole time. So oh, uh, but we'll save that. We'll save that. Okay, save it for another day. Oh, yeah. But, no, thank you again for joining us. Uh, Really appreciate it. And, you know, good luck this weekend. We're going to be rooting for you and, you know, bring back a championship to uh, Cedar Falls. All right. We'll do that for you. Anything for the B-side boys. Thank you. Yeah, do it for us, (laughs) not the haters. Yes, Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one, friends. Yeah, you too. Thank you, guys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them. Infinite designs, 100% satisfaction. Rotor Epoxy. Find them online now.